Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we come to you, God, humbly asking you to take over this podcast, Girls Gone Bible Belongs to You. Jesus, you are King of Kings, Lord of Lords, and we ask you to take your rightful place in the throne of our hearts, Jesus. Holy Spirit, fall fresh in this place, permeate every corner, every space of this room, and I ask you to have a fresh encounter with every single person who listens to this. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Have your way. May every piece of scripture that has ever entered into our minds rise up in power today, and may we speak your words. Not one word comes out of us that has not been filtered through the mind of Christ. In Jesus' name. Jesus. You want to say anything? That was perfect. I okay. love that. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> Happy, Happy Friday. Friday. <laughs> Happy Tuesday for us. Happy Friday for you guys. What's going on, sister? Sister. Uh, what are we talking uh, about today? <laughs> the Holy Spirit. Guys, I'm excited. I have never been more excited for a topic in my yeah, life. Yeah, this is I, a good one. I have been like literally giddy <laughs> since yesterday. I love the Holy Spirit so much. And a lot of people don't know who the Holy Spirit is. I mean, honestly, studying the Holy Spirit has been great for me because I actually learned a lot, too, yeah. because I always will just be, you know, Jesus, Jesus. You actually pray to the Holy Spirit a lot. Yeah. I always will pray to Jesus. So I really learned a lot this past week. You know what? I like I, I said it to you last night, but I said, how funny is it that I went my whole life going in the name of the Father, yeah. Son, and the Holy Spirit without once questioning who is the Holy Spirit up until like four years ago. I know. Um, so today we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit. Who is he? What does he do? How do we activate and experience him? Yes. And then we're going to read the story mm-hmm. on the Holy Spirit, which yeah. is honestly one of my favorite stories. I think it's just so beautiful. I love so John, the book of John is my favorite book in the Bible. I love, I've read John, I've read every gospel probably 10 times because I'm obsessed with Jesus. I'm obsessed yeah. with the life of Jesus. I would say that's what you should start off with when oh. you start reading the Bible is start off with John. Read sure. John, absolutely. Guys, I just, I want to say today, so we're going to read from John chapter 14 and a little bit from 15, and I just really want you guys to hear what we're saying. I want you to stop everything you're doing. And I really want you to pay attention to when we read today, because this is Jesus. This is the Holy Spirit. This is God's word. And I want you to really receive the words that are said in these, in this chapter. Yeah. And if you guys have, have a Bible, make sure you're going along with the words that we say. It's really important. It really helps you focus. So we're in John chapter 14 and it's the way, the truth and the life. Sorry, let me let me stop really quickly and give you a little context. Yeah. So John chapter 14 is right around the time where Jesus is about to be crucified. He brings all of his disciples into the upper room and he basically just needs to chat with them. Everybody is in distress. They're very, very sad because they know that Jesus is about to have to go and be crucified and everybody's freaking out. And Jesus, of course, like usual, is sitting there being like, actually, It looks like a bad thing, but God is doing a great thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's saying to the disciples, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my father, sorry, 
In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you also to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Mm. And where I go, you know, and the way you know, the way. Jesus is the way. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I love that. Let me just say, whenever anyone tells you that there's more than one way to the Father, there's more than one way to heaven, you tell him, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and nobody gets to the Father except through me. So good. The answered prayer. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. Mm-hmm. And greater works than these he will do because I go to my father. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the father may be glorified in the son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Which means that when we ask, how do we, how do we get the, how do, how do we have the presence of the Holy Spirit? Meaning that if you believe in him, he will be beside you and dwell within you. Mm, Amen. Amen. Mm. That's also why we always say in Jesus name, in Mm -hmm. Jesus name, you can't, when you pray to God, that could be any God. We serve a very specific God and his name is Jesus. Okay. And then this is when the Holy Spirit comes through. Jesus promises another helper. If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever, Mm -hmm. the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. Jesus said, I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. That right there just shows that no matter what you're going through, at times when it feels so lonely, you are never, ever alone. Doesn't that feel good? You are never alone. Doesn't that feel so good? Mm-hmm. I think that's one thing that I has been so comforting to me through my trials is that at times where I felt like no one was there, when I really let Jesus into my life and the Holy Spirit, I was never alone. Mm. And so I was able to just get through things just so much better. It's just, it's so comforting to know that. I love, that's my favorite thing about him. That makes me feel like I'm never alone. We'll get into it later. But I spent a lot of time in my life feeling scared because I thought I was alone. And it turns out I was never alone. Mm -hmm. Um, Just to say, just to reiterate here, he says, the spirit of truth The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth, and we will be talking about that a lot today. And dwelling of the Father and the Son, a little while longer, and the world will see me no more, but you will see me. Because I live, you will also live. Mm -hmm. At the day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Mm-hmm. Judas, not Iscariot, said think. to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and do not to the world? 
Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and he will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me does not keep mm-hmm. my words, and the word and the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. Mm-hmm. When you people question, well, if God was real, if Jesus was real, why doesn't he just show himself to everyone? And it's like God will come to you when you believe in him and when you love him and when you seek him with all your heart. You will not find something when you don't believe in it to begin with, when you are so resistant to it. You know what I mean? You have an enc- you'll have an encounter with Jesus when you believe with all your heart in him. Um, the gift of his peace. Okay. These things I've spoken to you while being present with you, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You have heard me say to you, I am going away and coming back to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice because I said I am going to the Father, and for my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it comes that when it does come to pass, you may believe. I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world is coming, and he has nothing in me, but that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, so I do. Arise, let us go from here. <laughs> it's, I love this story so much. I know. I love Truly. I love, I love when he says... It's such a good verse. Let not your heart be troubled, troubled, neither let it be afraid. I mean, it's like we don't need to be afraid. We have him always by us. Yeah. We always have him by us. He's always going to, as long as we're obedient to him, he will be right with us, showing us the right way and yeah. the right path. Yeah. And I, I, I love this. He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I've said to you. Ari and I will mm. talk so much about this. Like we have so stories to tell, but I pray to the Holy Spirit a lot when I, I'm having issues with my mind. Like if I need, if I'm forgetting something or I need help remembering or I need help remembering scripture, I pray to the Holy Spirit and he brings things to my remembrance. He shows me things that I didn't know before. Like sometimes I'll not know something, pray to the Holy Spirit, and then all of a sudden have a knowing of something I didn't before. Yeah. It's miraculous. Yeah, it's fun. I was thinking about the Holy Spirit too and I was thinking there's times when I'm in here and I'll watch back on our episodes and I'll be like that was not that was the Holy Spirit truly talking through me Mm -hmm. and that's the one thing we always um we always say too before we we start the episodes we're like this is not about us Holy Spirit come into us and speak through us let us be your mouthpiece yeah and he does every time, every, every time. Like he, he wants nothing more than just to have your permission and he will take over. Yeah. All you have to do is invite him in. Mm-hmm. It's really that easy. It really is. Sorry, let me just get this off here. Yeah. Guys, if you haven't read the Gospels, I would just say like read John. It's it's there's not nothing will make you fall more in love with Jesus yeah. than reading about his life and what he went through. And just with 
the things that he said to his disciples, it's the most comforting thing. And when you read the Gospels, the Bible will start to come alive to you and you'll you'll start to be able to understand it, interpret it, and like really receive it in your heart. Can I say one thing? Yeah. Angela and I were having a pretty rough day yesterday. We were filled with um, anxiety and we just weren't feeling good. We were trying to get each other through it all day. And then we sat down together at the end of the day and we read this story together and we looked at each other and I saw such it was like we just felt so relieved and it was like all this weight had been just completely lifted off of us you said to me you were like I just because we finished reading and I was just like "Hmm." yeah and you were like looks lighter you were like do you feel good and I was like yeah and I I remember thinking we went through our whole day yeah feeling the way we did and then finally we read the Bible and we we're like, oh, yeah, that's what that's why we do that. You yeah. know what I mean? Had we just started the day and been like, we're not feeling good. We need to turn to Jesus right now. We could have saved ourselves. Yeah. You know, but so we're going to read from 16 verse five, the work of the Holy Spirit. But now I go away to him who sent me and none of you asks me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper, the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment, of sin because they do not believe in me, of righteousness because I go to my father and you see me no more, of judgment because the ruler of this world is judged." I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. He's like, you. I have so much to tell you guys, but you're you're such baby Christians that like I, you can't handle it all right now. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. Such a good little part to really talk about what the Holy Spirit is. Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 talk about who the Holy Spirit is. I just, I love you, Jesus, so much. You. Thank <laughs> you, Jesus. Was, isn't that such a great story? I feel so much lighter after I read that for I some reason. I know, me reason. too, it's, because it's like we're not alone. We're he, not alone. It's comforting. He didn't leave us orphans. He literally said, I am going. I have to do this awful thing. I have to leave you guys. And the disciples were able to have Jesus at their beck and call for three years. I mean, they had his help, guidance, um, his authority. They had him near them. And then I can't imagine what they felt to be like, you're leaving us? Like, how are we? First of all, you've uprooted all of our lives and like everything's a mess. Like, what are we going to do? And he's like... I have to go, but I'm giving you a replacement. Yeah. And in fact, this replacement is even better because I can be all places, all the time, within you, next to you. Right. So the Holy Spirit is our helper. He comes to guide us. Yeah. He's basically our best friend. To lead us and to empower us. Yeah. Um, He's an active person in our spirit, giving us guidance and direction on how to live. Isn't that nice? He's a guide. That's why I think it's so important to be 
obedient when people ask, well, how do we activate the Holy Spirit? Well, we, well the first thing I think we have to be obedient to oh, him. Oh, of course. And when we're obedient, he, that's when he's, I mean, why wouldn't we be obedient to him? Yeah. He wants to make all our paths straight. He, he's just trying to do the right thing for us. He wants, he want, he's leading us in the right direction. Isn't it weird how resistant we are to God's will when it's perfect? And we're like, I don't know, God. Should I, I, I why might, do I got to go this way? I don't know, God. Like, I've been alive for like 20 something years <laughs> and I, I might know what's better. He's it's like, just well, because so I can see things you can and yeah. I'm trying to protect you. So listen to my voice. Yeah. Um, um, so, who is he? Let's talk about the Trinity, right? Oh, yeah. So, so, the Holy Spirit is the third member of a tr- the Trinity. And this is very confusing to people of what the Trinity is. Mm-hmm. Um, God is a triune being. It's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Now, all three have the attributes of deity. They're divine, our creator. It's a supreme being. The Holy Spirit is a non-material being. He's not physical. He's invisible. But he's still referred to personally. Right. The Holy Spirit is not just a tool for us to utilize, but he is a person for us to know. Right. You know? Right. I would, to help people understand the Trinity better, I would describe it like this, like H2O, water is, it's water at the end of the day. It's H2O, that's the compound, but it comes in three forms, gas, solid, and liquid. At the end of the day, it's three, it's three forms, but it's still H2O, just like God comes in three different forms, but he's still God regardless. God created the heavens and the earth and he created everything. He's our creator. Jesus was his son that he gave the world to die on the cross for our sins. When Jesus died, his spirit, the Holy Spirit was poured upon the earth and dwells within us and beside us. And he's basically... Got Jesus's ability to be with us at all times, mm. you know? So comforting. I know. I love him. I love him. I really love him so much. Yeah. Um, like that story said, he, he, you know, he says, I'm leaving, but I'm going to send somebody just like me. It's going to be a replacement on earth. Yeah. Ari said it perfectly. You're never alone. Mm-hmm. You are never alone. Do you guys remember that story that I told about how... I I hadn't been alone in a long time, and then I moved um, back to L.A. after quarantine, and I was listening to I Am Not Alone by Carrie Job riding in the car, and then I get into my bedroom, lock the door, and I'm like, well, Jesus is just me and you now, and the Holy Spirit filled my room, Aww. like literally filled my room, and like, and I, I didn't feel arms hugging me, but it felt like a hug. That's yeah. the Holy Spirit. He manifests physically all the time when you're in church, and This is what I say every time I'm in church. I always pray in the beginning. I say, Holy Spirit, I want to have an encounter with you. Like, I really, I want to have a, a, like, supernatural encounter with you. Come upon me. I invite you. I want you. I'm desperate for you. I need you. And then all of a sudden, and you know me, and you're the same, that we're all, we are disasters in church. Like, we are absolute messes. Always cry. We, people would think that we're going through something really hard, but we really just love Jesus and we're happy to be there. We can just feel him. Yeah. And and when you, when you get that, like, overwhelming 
crying or sometimes, I don't know if you've ever, you've had this, right? Where sometimes you're praying and the Holy Spirit will come upon you and you'll, you'll start laughing. <laughs> have you had that? I have. I think that happens a lot with you. I know that. Yeah. yeah. I'll start crying and then I'll start laughing uncontrollably because it's just over. It's just, I don't know. He just gives you this like joy and this overwhelming presence. I always feel a sense of overwhelming peace. Yeah. Um, like when I'm going through really hard times and I'm like, Holy Spirit, I need you to come and fill me, fill me with peace. Yeah. I, I please give me relief. And then it's like this miraculous, overwhelming peace that yeah. just sits inside of me and I, and I look different, I feel different. And that is the Holy Spirit. Oh, you know, you can see the Holy Spirit in people's eyes. You can. You know, I, can... I saw it in you. <laughs> I saw it in you Stop, last night. I saw it in you last night when I looked at your eyes after we read the story your eyes were gleaming and you looked different. That's so cute. I, I see it in you right now. <laughs> I, I swear. I actually do. I can see the whole, I can see, can I be honest? Yeah. There's so many things to talk about. We have to talk about I the know. fruit of the Holy Spirit, but I, because I, we should talk about gifts eventually. We need to talk about the gifts of the Spirit and like, you know, there's seven of them. I think there's like the um, discernment, the yeah. um, speaking in tongues, the prophecy, yeah. all that. I can discern spirit, I think. I can, who knows? If we'll I think you same. can, for sure. I, I can discern spirits in other people, but in you my can. own eyes. Sometimes when I look in the mirror, I can see something that's not right <laughs> in my own eyes. And I'm being honest, like I can see something unclean. When do you unclean. think that is? Like, Honestly, is it after you like watch something bad? Pro- yeah, after yeah. I watch something bad, after probably I've listened to music I shouldn't be listening to. Sometimes if I, I don't know, if I get caught up in a conversation, sometimes if somebody else's energy affects me and I've had a oh, weird conversation. other people's energy. That's why you have to be so careful with who you're around and things like that. Anyways, yeah, I can, I can just, I can see unclean spirits in my own eyes sometimes, and so, and I can see the Holy Spirit in my eyes. And whenever I see him, I'm like, I. I you know it. what? I now that you say that. I, me too. When I'm having bad panic attacks, yeah. like especially in the car, I'll look in the mirror and I'll see that it's not me yeah, anymore. For sure. It's weird. We rebuke that in the name of Jesus. We have victory over those demons. You have nothing to worry about. But I will say too, um, Angela taught me this, that when you're in an argument, and I had this yes. actually so recently where I was wanted to really talk to someone in a good manner. And as they were speaking to me, I really prayed, Holy Spirit, come in this conversation and make peace with it and make it be so beautiful. And I'm not kidding you like that. It was the most beautiful, peaceful conversation. So that's a very good way to, to, to invite him in when with confrontation and things like that. He is like, he, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about what, what he does, but he is a peacemaker. Mm -hmm. He is a like advocate here. Let's talk. Okay. So the Holy spirit is the spirit of wisdom and understanding. He's the spirit of counsel and of power. And he's the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. So wisdom and understanding. I, I love the Holy Spirit so much. I feel like the Holy Spirit has worked on my mind so much and yeah. really given me like a mind for Jesus. Like I just want to know about Jesus. I want to know scripture. I'm obsessed with it. And that's like me the too. Holy Spirit will bring stuff into our minds that point to Jesus. And we know that that's the Holy Spirit. Um, the spirit of counsel and power. 
the Holy Spirit is your advocate. He's your lawyer. He is your, he is there. I promise you, you're going to get to a point in your faith where you no longer feel the need to defend yourself because you know who God is. You know his Holy Spirit will go and defend you. He will bring truth to the situation because he's the spirit of truth and he will bring, he will defend you. He will have your back. You just sit still and you pray and you say, Holy Spirit, I ask you to go bring the truth to light in this situation and clear my name and vindicate me, Holy Spirit. And he will. And if you're the one in the wrong, you know what he'll do? He'll go and he'll take your wrong and use it for your good, his glory, and for the good of everyone, and he'll convict you to learn from your lesson. That's why I became so obsessed with this, yeah. if I'm being honest, because my life became, it was like a load was lifted off my back. No more did I have to make my decisions. Yeah. No more did I have to stress out. No more did I have to sit there and and worry and ponder and what do I do and I'm alone. I, The minute I let Jesus into my life is yeah. the minute I didn't have to stress anymore. I mean, think about it. You have someone who's dwelling inside of you, who is right beside you, who wants the best for you, who wants to help you make all the right decisions, who's leading you to the best, the the best path for you. Mm. So why wouldn't you want to be so emerged in scripture and in God? You know, it's like, he, he, all he wants to do is make the best life for you. Yeah. So it just takes such a load off your back when you know that. A hundred percent. I mean, it really, it's so freeing to know that he, he will be your counselor. He will be your advocate. Um, yeah. He is our guide. It says in the Bible that he will guide you into all truth. Right. We should get into that. Yeah. Go ahead. We go, well, we got a lot of questions on how, how do we know when he's guiding us? Mm-hmm. And I, I've thought about some situations in my own life and there's been times where, I don't know, you're somewhere and you, you know, you're not supposed to do, go that way or go that, and, and you hear that little voice saying, don't go that way yeah. or don't do that. Yeah. That's the Holy Spirit. A hundred percent. A lot of people say, like, listen to your gut. I think that the Holy Spirit is your gut. The like, Holy Spirit is that for little sure voice. I I think that you know when something is the will of because people has our number one question was how do you discern between the Holy Spirit's voice and your own? One, we know this: the Holy Spirit always will align with Scripture. He's yes. never going to ask you to do something that's not in accordance with Scripture. Two. The Holy Spirit will often ask you to go against your flesh. If 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 the Holy like if you're doing the right thing in God, like the Holy Spirit, he like you might feel some encouragement by the Holy Spirit, but you'll have peace. You'll know. You know when you're doing the right thing. When you're doing the wrong thing in God, the Holy Spirit is going to come and convict you and he's going to guide you and he's going to push you until you know that's not right. You know it's the Holy Spirit because if my flesh wants to go and I don't know, you know, steal $5 from the cash cash register. And that's what I want to do. And I'm about to do it. But then something tells me, no, don't do that. That's wrong. That's obviously the Holy Spirit because it's going against my flesh. Such a good point. That's exactly yeah. how you will know if it's not from the Holy Spirit. You will have such conviction. Yeah. You will feel a sickness. Yeah. That's when you know that it wasn't from the Holy Spirit. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, I know that. Me and Ari's conviction is so loud. It's so loud. We call each other. And I I think it all the time. I'm like, I feel like God really doesn't let me get away with a lot because I... He doesn't let us get away with anything. I know. But that also goes hand in hand with being obedient to him. Like, because he's the spirit of truth. We worship him in spirit and in 
truth. Can I tell a story about truth really quick? Yeah. So I, this is one of, because we were talking last night about like encounters we've had with the Holy Spirit. And this is the first thing that came to my mind. Last year, I had a situation where somebody had lied to me about something. And this person was going to take that lie to the grave. Like, they would have never told me. And it had been days that I kind of had let it go because I was like, I don't have proof except the knowing from the Holy Spirit. And how am I supposed to? That's not, like, hard proof of anything. I just knew in my heart because the Holy Spirit had revealed it to me. And so I'm sitting there for days knowing the truth. This person is never going to tell me the truth because there's no reason to, you know, I, I don't have any evidence of it. I'm at dinner with a couple of friends. We're talking about it. They tell me, you know, uh, this isn't right, whatever. And I go to the bathroom and I prayed with my entire heart. I go, Holy Spirit, I need you desperately right now. This is an emergency. I need you, Holy Spirit, to bring the truth to light. I ask you, Holy Spirit, to enter this person's heart and bring the truth to light. What's done in the dark will always come to light. Jesus, you are the God of truth, and I ask you to bring the truth out in Jesus' name. I go out back, call this person. All I say, I, I'm, it's miraculous. All I say is, I need you to tell me the truth right now. Word vomit and tells me you. everything. And this is someone who wouldn't typically even... They, were, they would have never, they would have never told me the truth. There was no reason. They had been dazed. They, like, very good liar. It's what they do. You wow. know what I mean? And so I, that's, the the Holy Spirit hates lying. Like, he, he really wants to bring the truth in every situation. If you really want the Holy Spirit to be, dwell within you and be beside you, we have to do right by oh him. God. Also, you know, and that is the Holy Spirit through and through. He is a convictor. He will convict. He said, Jesus said he's going to convict the world of sin. He convicts all of us. That little voice, that's the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, he is our, and this is one of my favorite things about the Holy Spirit. He's our intercessor. He knows how to pray with you and for you. Oh, I love this. Right? Yes, yes. Romans 8, 26. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes with us with groanings too deep for words. I've had so many times in my life where I have been at a loss for words. Yeah. Have you ever had that when you're on your hands and knees and you don't know what to say? Yeah. And the Holy Spirit will literally come in and intervene yeah. and take that prayer and bring it to the Father? Yeah. It's insane. It's so good. Yeah. He makes it. I ask him all the time, please, Holy Spirit, make intercession. Sometimes when I don't know how to pray, I'm just like, Holy Spirit, take over. You know what's in my heart. And I am so like, I'm so human that I can't even see it, but you see it. And I lie to myself. I lie to myself all the time, but you know the truth. And I ask you to cleanse my heart and, and take care of it. And I think that's another thing too with it's with the Holy Spirit is they want you to come and they want you to come clean. Yeah. A lot of the times when we pray, we're not coming clean. We're, we're like, you know, not being real. Yeah. And I think 
what I, especially what I've learned, because I, I'm guilty of it, like the, when my, when, when the Holy Spirit really intervenes, it's when I'm so, when I get on my hands and knees and I'm so raw with him. Yes. When I'm like, you know what? Like I, I just let everything out. So true. He's not there. They are, they already know everything. Like he already knows everything. They already know. He already knows everything. They, he wants you to come clean and just spill everything out and be raw. It's so true. I know you, he says, worship me in spirit and in truth. You can't come in that. I do it all the time. I like pretend I, it's like kind of like hiding from God. Like I'll know I have something that I really need to talk to him about. And I'll be like, what's up, God? Like, I want to do your work today. And I have this thing and he's looking at me like, hello, I see, like you think I can't see what you're doing. Yeah. Do you know, I want, this is like off track a little bit, but I want to know if you've, if you ever feel like this, I have felt lately, like, how could I possibly be asking for things when he's helping me so much in, in my career life and he's, he's bringing so much into my life. Yeah. Do you ever feel ashamed to talk to him about certain things? I have, I've, I have lately. You know what, Art? I have in the past before I knew the truth about who God is. Yeah. And I'm telling you because my mom used to be like that too. My mom, I remember she and I used to pray and we would both be like, sorry, God, if we're, if we're asking you for too much. And then I started reading the Bible and I realized like, He's God. There's nothing too much for him. Yeah, Never feel ashamed to bring him even the smallest of things. I know. One second you can pray to heal cancer in someone, and then two seconds later you can say, God, I, I hurt my toenail. Like, yeah. can you h- help me? Yeah. That was not a slight at your toenail. <laughs> I lost my toenail. <laughs> I realized I said. I realized that was not anything to do with your toenail. <laughs> but you know there's nothing don't ever feel ashamed to talk to him about ever like honestly he wants you to that's a lie from the enemy because the enemy wants you to not talk to him that much i know god wants i literally i i said you have to invite him into everything yeah and when i don't invite him into things is when things go a little rocky every situation that i have that i make sure belongs to the Holy Spirit, things somehow work themselves out. Yeah, you want to invite Jesus into every single decision that you make, every decision. Yeah. So I have, I had a friend who was foreign and she came to America and she was doing her driving test and she had failed her driving test twice already. So it's her third time. She's a very new Christian and she's like, Angela, I'm freaking out. Like, I don't know why when I get in there, I can't think of anything. Like nothing comes. And a lot of people have that. Oh, I I have that in here. I have in the past where the nerves um, and anxiety will make your mind go blank. And she was like, when I get in there, I forget everything, whatever. And I told her, listen, this is how you're going to pray. You're going to get in there and you're going to ask the Holy Spirit to come through and to bring everything into your mind. Ask the Holy Spirit to intercede and help you and bring all the answers to your mind. Yes. And she told me that she went in there and she asked the Holy Spirit. She said, Holy Spirit, please come minister to me. Tell me what to do. Tell me the answers. She said she got through the test so quickly Every question, the answer just came up in her mind. Wow. And I know that it's true because the same thing happens with me. I'm not saying it's magic and that it's just, it's like something that's going to happen. Like, it's the Holy Spirit. Yeah, it's but the whole, he works. He will. And it says here in John 14, 26, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, yes. whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I've said to you. Yes. 
like I, when I'm feeling really down, I ask Jesus, you know, scripture is what's important. Fill my heart with scripture, bring it into my mind. Remind me of what you say in the Bible. I don't have a Bible right now. So remind me of what you say in your word about this situation. You know what? I can, um, relate what I can relate to actually with the Holy Spirit. This is a really funny story that I've been meaning to tell you guys, um, about the Bible. Um, so when Angela and I sometimes read the Bible, (laughs) So oh, funny. this is so good. <laughs> you guys, I truly will will freak out in my head sometimes. Like I'll I'll have these. Bo- I'm gonna sound nuts. No, say- <laughs> I'm gonna sound nuts. So when I when I read sometimes, I have this voice in my head, and it's obviously from the enemy being like, <laughs> "You can't read. You can't read." You can't read. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll literally stumble upon my words and I will blank out and I won't even be able to read the chapter. So lately, before I read now, I invite the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, let me be, <laughs> please be my mouthpiece and and help me. And now my words are so fluent and I don't even, none of yeah. those thoughts, the enemy just gets out and the oh, Holy 100%. Spirit intervenes. So yeah, let's talk about how we want to activate the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Okay, so how I activated the Holy Spirit is I made him a part of my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Like we always say, the reason why we came, became obsessed with the word and divulge in the word is because, and that's really how I have felt the Holy Spirit more than ever in my yeah. life. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah, active is how to activate the Holy Spirit. First, you have to walk in the will of God. You can't be going against him. You've got to be obedient. We talked about that. You can't expect to like receive the Holy Spirit's presence when you're doing, you know, wild things. No, that doesn't make any sense. It's true. There are sometimes where I'm like, hmm, why don't I feel the Holy Spirit? Oh yeah, because I've done, you know, whatever. It's true. When when you're when you're sinning and you're doing things that aren't of the will of God, you're fur that's he oh, says yeah. it in the Bible, you're furthering yourself away from God. Yeah. I mean I'm sure you've had so many times in your life you felt so separate from him. So true and it's always from sin. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. Um, you have to be dependent on the Holy Spirit. You have to, uh, like, you have to understand our dependence on Him that we really, truly can't do anything apart from Him. Um, you pray without ceasing. You pray without ceasing. You invite Him into everything. Yes, every, every decision. Situation. You want to have an abiding relationship with the Holy Spirit, not an emergency. I can't. Did you say that too? I can't believe yeah, it. Yeah, you, you don't want to have an emergency relationship yes, with him. Yes, yes. Continue. Yeah, because, and and, and we're, I think we're all guilty of it. Like, we, we, oh my God, I need you now, God. No, we, we want him on every part of our life. We talk to him constantly. When I started really making my relationship with God, where I was constantly involving him with every single decision, yeah. everything in my life that's what my life changed. Yeah. And it's just like, it's kind of like therapy. You want to go to therapy when things are good so that they don't get worse. Yeah. You want to invite the Holy Spirit, not to clean up your mess, invite him before the mess is even there so he can stop things from happening before they happen. Um, identify you want, with him too. Identify with him. Yeah. That's I why we that. get baptized. Yes. Matthew chapter 10, verse 32 and 33. Jesus says, if you deny me before men, I will deny mm-hmm. you before my father. And if you acknowledge me before men, I will acknowledge you before my father. So if you are ashamed of Christ, then it's going to limit his presence with you. And I love that you just said that. I love that you just said that. As I said that earlier, how I said, when you 
when you pray to God, that's why when, when people at award shows and their stuff, they're oh, like, thank yes. God. When they're like, you know, thank God. I thank God for my blessings. Which God are you talking about? People well, and, and, I, and I say, too, like, that's why the industry, it's, 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 it's a little bit gross because people don't want to touch upon God because they don't want to hurt people's feelings. Exactly. And they don't want to, well, I don't know. Uh, no, no, God is, you know. He's Jesus and he, he must yeah. be identified. You have to identify with the Holy Spirit. Do yes. not grieve the Holy Spirit. Yes. Don't deny him in front of people. First of all, he says that if uh, if we testify for him, he will testify right for, for us. If yes. we don't testify for him, why is he going to testify for us? That's not how that works yes. with God. Um, I love that you brought that up. Never you 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 be specific about who your God is and who the Holy Spirit is. And you to never you. be ashamed of it. Never. Um, I think one of the last ways to really activate the Holy Spirit in your life, which like is kind of the first way, is to function consistently with the Word of God. You must be reading the Bible every day. It is the spirit of truth. Talk about the spirit of truth. This is the spirit of truth. This is the way you fight your battles. This is your weapon. Every piece of scripture in this whole book is, we're so lucky that we have it. Not only did he leave us with his Holy Spirit, but he also left us with, with his word. word that has the answer to everything. Guys, this is the armor. Yes. This is our armor. This is what's going to keep the enemy away. Luke eleven thirteen. If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? Just ask. Just ask for the Holy Spirit. Ask Jesus to pour His Holy Spirit onto you, and He will. You don't know the access that we have to Him. It's so simple. It's so easy, and it's so precious. Invite the Holy Spirit. Encourage other people to invite the Holy Spirit Teach them who he is because a lot of people don't know. Um, Romans 8, 11. If this doesn't light a fire under you, I don't know what will. If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. The Holy Spirit is a healer. He's a comforter. If you need, if you need help, if, you, if you, you're hurt, if you're injured emotionally, physically, you ask the Holy Spirit to heal you. Um, oh, and then last thing, Galatians 5, 22 to 23, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such things. There is no law. Never forget that I ask for the fruit of the Holy Spirit all the time. We always say, Lord, give us the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Joy, give us joy. Yeah. Give us peace. Let nobody take your joy from you. Don't let anything disturb your peace. These are gifts from God. They're fruit from God. Yeah. You have access to them. They belong to you. All you have to do is ask and receive them in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Yeah. I love that so much. Scripture is so important. It's the best. It's the best. What a great episode we had today. I have been so excited for this episode. I, I really hope you guys learned a lot about the Holy Spirit, and I, I, I really encourage you to invite him into y your lives at any given moment mm. when you need him because yeah. he is. And just know, guys, you are never alone. You aren't alone in your pain. You aren't alone in your struggles. You aren't alone. Yes. Okay, guys, read the Bible. <laughs> oh. Stay in the Word. We love you so much.
May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he turn his face towards you and give you peace, not as the world gives, does Jesus give. If you're watching this right now, I pray in the name of Jesus that the Holy Spirit falls fresh on you today. That changes you, that transforms you, that convicts you, shows you that you are truly not alone and you have someone that is willing to guide you, comfort you, be with you, show you what is right, show you what is wrong. He's there access him just ask the holy spirit adores you jesus loves you and we love you guys we love you so much you guys in jesus name that was beautiful and i love you so much (laughs)